What is up, everybody? It is your boy, Michael Harris, joined as always with Lincoln Cook. Welcome to the Left Hand Backhand Podcast. Um, how's it going, Lincoln? It's going great. We're another week closer. Yep. We can almost get to two hands. We'll get there soon. Yeah. Exciting times coming up. Um, if you don't know what he's talking about or referring to, we have U.S. Amateurs, the... Uh, June 8th, 9th, 10th, or something like that, around there. 10th, 11th, 12th? Yeah. Or so, nine, no, no, no. Uh, 9th through the 11th. Yeah. So second weekend of June uh, coming up for us. It will be our kind of last hurrah with an open bag before we make the switch to predominantly Lone Star. So um, that's exciting True for that. us. Um, I didn't even realize that that's like kind of just like a, a celebration of the last time will be open bag. Yeah, for the time be fun being. Though. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got a nice, we got a good show today. We have we're gonna do a quick recap of the um Beaver State Fling, and then we will kind of do quick pick predictions for the upcoming Cascade Challenge. We will do a uh, a few dealer's choices. We'll talk about some new Lone Star discs that we have uh, recently acquired and been able to test and throw, seeing if they will make our bag or not. And then we will finish it off with what we are working on, two-minute drill for the week. Let's get it. Cool. So you're going to pull up the results from this week. Um, Eagle McMahon taking it down. Yeah, happy for him. Yeah, I feel like everyone's picks from last week at OTB Open just took their week off and then yeah. shined this week. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe not. Except for this uh, Carter Aarons. Aarons? Yep. Don't even know who that is. Local for, from Washington. He's 15. He holds numerous distance records. For his it's age group, Harbor. Yep, numerous. Cool. I, I've been following him um, for a few years now. From he's sponsored by Dynamic Discs. That's who I was first like drawn to um, company wise. So they would post hey, you're him. a fanboy, fanboy from Washington. So it's like gotta support support all those Northwest homies. And um, no, he absolutely crushes it. Finally, put a he's had the talent. And then I think this weekend was one of those kind of all the boxes clicked at the same time. Um, so really cool for him. Um, nice for him to be in his kind of backyard per se and performing well. So yeah. How old is he? 15, 15 or 16. I'm pretty sure it's 15 though. Seriously. Yeah. He's a kid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. Uh, a he's a youngin. Yep. Yeah. He has Good an older him. older brother cool. that used to play more. I think he still does, but not quite as seriously. So we have a pretty stacked top ten. Yes, we do. A lot of a lot of popular names. You want to read them off? Yeah, I'll recap it. Eagle McMahon in first place at minus thirty one. Andrew Presnell and Calvin Heimberg tied for second at minus 28. 
I'm not a Presnell fan, but kind of good to see him yeah. put a good tournament together. For sure. Uh, Gannon Burr, standalone at fourth place, minus 26. Uh, your boy Carter and Nicholas Antilla at fifth place, minus 25. Nico and Aaron Gossage, seventh place at minus 24. Good to see Aaron bounce back. Yeah. Come back a little bit stronger. And then Jakub Semerad, Chandler Fry in ninth place at minus 23. And then one, two, three, four, five uh, people tied for 11th place. Yeah. Just some very notable names, a pretty deep Silver Series field. I mean, like, those yeah. are the names that I mean, you everybody's expect. going for points. Everyone's going there for the Portland Open. Yeah. So yeah. it makes sense that they're kind of already on their way. So might as well play a really historic course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, so exciting times. Good for Eagle. Um, one rather comfortably with a three stroke lead. Um, his game just looked like the Eagle of old. Um, his putt was dropping drives were always in the right spot. Um, up shots, forehand, backhand, still not the, like the, the old Eagle forehand. But it is serviceable. Yeah, the, the power forehand. Yeah, yeah. He did enough. Let's just say that. So, yeah, good for him. I mean, he went minus ten, minus ten, minus eleven. Yeah, which I'll take that every day. Hmm. So good for him. Um. Yeah, I don't got much else to say about that. Just yeah, I didn't get to watch much of the coverage. Um, unfortunately, even though I'm from Oregon, I have not played Milo MacGyver which is where they play the Beaver State Fling. Yeah. Uh, I had it on my plans at the beginning of the year to go to Oregon with my buddies at the end of June. And then all of a sudden, USAM's happened. So that trip kind of got uh, put on the back burner. Yeah. So this was one of the courses we were going to play. And I always have it on my, if I can get out there. But it's like a ways northwest of Portland. Yeah, it's not. So you kind of have to be right trying there. to go out there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you want to go over... FPO or no? Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. It's good. Sorry, FPO. Don't don't hate. Uh Jen Allen. We just talked about her last week. Yep. Took it down, minus twenty three. Holland Hanley, your girl, came in the second yep. place, minus twenty one. <laughs> and the two of them were <laughs> ran away ten with it. plus strokes above everybody else. <laughs> Maria Oliva, uh minus eleven in third place. So minus Second place was minus 21. Third place was minus 11. Like, yep. that's pretty... Uh, yeah, that's lapping the field in, out after three rounds. Yeah. Uh, Owen Scoggins and Rebecca Cox tied for fourth at minus 10. And then a three-way tie for sixth. And yep. moving down, so... Cool. Did you see... Good for Jen. Did you see her first shot on the final round? Yeah, didn't she ace hole one? Yeah. <laughs> Ace hole one, and then went birdie, birdie, birdie. Yeah, to which that's that. like that's like best case scenario because you know sometimes you'll get like a ace. I know in like actual golf, if I ever started around with a birdie, I shot like forty four every Terrible. time. Yeah, yeah. But you shot well or bad? Bad, the bad. like on the yeah, front yeah, yeah. nine, shot yeah, like yeah, yeah. eight over on the front nine. Yeah, but if yeah. I like parred the first hole, then I was like, okay, I I can get thirties. Yeah. You get those nerves settled and then you start attacking instead of kind of exactly. lu- lucking into it and then you're still all chittery and amped up. 
So you still have those or just those, like those nerves. Yeah, just getting like some unneeded confidence that I'm gonna do really well in the tournament <laughs> and then yeah. just relax yeah. and start spraying shots. Yeah. Do you have any tournament aces or any aces? Uh I have only have field aces. Okay. Which is like, you know, second shot, third shot, practice shot on the whole. Yeah. I mean um, so I have a I have a I couple count, of those, I which I don't those. count them. I I don't count them. them. I just count that as like a throw-in. Yeah. You know, in my mind, like that's a really long throw-in. Yeah. Um I have no hole in ones in actual golf. I have one like semi ace on this course in Austin or south of Austin in uh oh shoot, it's Texas State University's city. I can't remember the name of it, San Angelo or something like that. Okay. Um, and it's this really cool like putter object course. I'm sure you've seen people post videos and pictures the, the from flying it. armadillo um, or something like that. Flying armadillo. Yep, that's it. Yep. Super fun. Yeah. So I have an ace on that course where the basket <laughs> was like put in the ground. And you can uh, just I'll roll, repost that roll, on it, my... roll it in. Uh I did a little forehand skip with a five time zone, not realizing how valuable that disc is. That's okay. But we, li- we, we bought them there. Learn. Yeah. They were they were in stock, bought them in there during COVID. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Any tournament um, aces? Oh, you have one. Tur- you have one tournament ace with the disc that I gave you. Yes, that that's the biggest, and that's that's basically the the only ace I have. But it was sick. It was a three hundred ish plus hyzer over water to a basket. Like I couldn't see because it was behind a tree. But again, it was the second hole of my tournament and I aced it. Oh, was it really? Yeah. So it's like one, I had two like mental thoughts. I was like, one, it can only go downhill from here or two, it doesn't matter how I play. I still had that awesome shot and I'll come away with something from this weekend. So it was like, that's true. Did you get the ace pot? I did. I split it with someone else who also got that hole with a righty backhand like turnover. Yeah. Dang, like why? Yeah. And so, you played pro on uh, as a pro am event, right? It was a pro am, but I, I played MA one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you text this was like when we first met kind of thing. Yeah. It was and you, it was you a long texted time ago. me a picture of it holding number number one. <laughs> You're like, hey, Just thanks ace. for the disc. Like yeah. <laughs> nice ace, man. Yeah. Yeah. But my first <laughs> ever T shot two basket ace was at Expo Park hole sixteen. It was a little flicky forehand. Um it's like two hundred yeah. two hundred and twenty feet. Creek all on the left, big yep. tree on the left. Yep. yep. It was a a pink pre Mac truth, and I ended up losing it the day before that tournament that I had in Oklahoma. So I didn't have it in my bag anymore, which is sad. But no one was there to witness it except for a guy on one of the other holes. But I called and my sister. And he's like, hey, nice shot. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first tee to basket, but I only have one in a tournament. So I've got like a 330-foot throw-in, which is pretty long. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. All right. Uh, Not from tee to basket. 
Not from Cheetah Basket. Cool. So Cascade Challenge coming up this week. It is in, in Shelton, Washington. Shelton, Washington. Yep. Which is like, like think of like Gig Harbor, you know, on the opposite side of the Puget Sound. But we got a full, you know, swoop underneath past Olympia back up towards the Olympic National Forest mm-hmm. to get to Shelton. We didn't know where it was. We had to look it up. Yeah. And we're Northwest kids. Like, yeah. I don't know why so, I thought it was going to be like up north in like Stanwood area, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that, but Shelton is going to feature a lot of trees, a lot of green. Um, I think if I look correctly, the weather is going to be perfect. So hopefully fans show up. Hopefully a lot of people get out there and support. Um, just because I feel like the pros... It's a pretty good field. They're showing out this year to an extent, but the West Coast just kind of gets um, put down a little bit and forgotten about. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know how far back, but to my short-term knowledge, this is the first Pro Tour event in Washington. So that's really exciting for people that live there, that play disc golf, to get a chance to go see these people up up close and personal. So, fun fact: Chandler Fry is from Olympia, Washington. So there. this is like dark, his neck of the woods. Dark horse pick, boom. Okay, well, we're gonna each take three dark horse picks just yep. for fun, so we can root for somebody this weekend. Yeah, we're I'll not, let you not, go first. Okay, scroll. I'll down. let you go first. Yeah, yeah since yeah. you're from Washington. Okay. Um, I'm going to play the hot hand and pick um, Carter Aarons. He's he's from that side of the state. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's played and practiced it a lot. Um, he has all the 10, tools. 10-12 rated, man. Yeah, he has all the tools that he showed last week. So um, I'm going to pick him. Oh, Cameron Messerschmitt's from Vancouver, which is pretty much Portland. but Yeah. That's, right. that's a that's a mouthful of a name, Messerschmitt. Um, well, because this was the first Washington person I saw on here, and the name stuck out to me, I'm gonna go with Kyle Crabtree as my guy, my number one first pick. I have no idea who that is. Me neither. What the? He's heck? a professional, and he's 10-20 rated. That's pretty my. high. Yeah, that's the same as Brody, which good for Brody to be 10-20. Yeah. Um, okay, your second pick. If it does rain, who's going to be? L- let me do Parker. Every time I pick him, he does well for me. Parker Welk up top a little bit more. 10-10. Okay, sweet. 10-11. 10-11, yeah. Okay. Um. I saw a name that stuck out to me. I'm gonna go with Scott Withers. Yeah, I know that that's, that's I know that's like a, an upper name, but I I want to root for him this week, so I'm picking him. Yeah, he's no, I no rem- apologies. I remember like two years ago, kind of the end of COVID time, like when the Pro Tour was starting back up, he was like 10.44 rated. Was he Cause, really? Because all he did was just 
play and smash in Oregon and Washington and just destroy everyone. Kind of got his, and then he got on tour and his kind of rating dropped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna pick a Lone Star Boy, 1022 Robert Burridge. Nice. Yeah. Don't know what come of him. I think he had an okay week last week. Um, didn't even know he's from Houston. Yeah, he's got a decent, decent all around game. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, for my, my final pick, I'm gonna go with Mike Kane from <laughs> Puyallup, Washington. I think that's the lowest rated because, person in the field. <laughs> because he is no, there's way lower. Wow. I mean, he's like in the bottom 10 of rating <laughs> but he's also in the bot uh let's see he's the fifth lowest pdga number nice so that's why i'm taking him yeah going with i mean i he's, guess i probably should have taken chandler fry but yeah. you can, <laughs> i'm going you, with mike kane you can have chandler fry as your like alternate he's, he's my uh if, if somebody dnfs i get chandler fry. yeah he's been a PGA oh look at this kyle crabtree right here too Oh, dang. Look at this. I, I'm taking I'm taking these three. Who did I take earlier? I don't remember. Scott um, Withers. Yeah, Scott Withers. Alright. I'm taking Mike Kane, Chandler Fry, and Kyle Crabtree. I'm going cool. them. Perfect. Sick. Awesome. Well, now I've got somebody to root for. Yeah. Good. All right. Okay. Do those choice. A, I think you should go first because cool. mine will kind of um, segue require maybe a little bit of navigation on infinite disks. Cool. Um, all right. So I have mine pulled up on my screen. So if you see me looking all over the place, just deal with it. Um, so we are learning a new bag and we are, I mean, you got to throw a one speed disk today. So I am going to challenge you to name a disc from Discraft in chronological order of their speed. So I want you to give me a they don't have a mm. one speed. So I want I want a two. Yeah, speed. I was gonna say I didn't think they have a one. No, they don't have a one. I want a two, a three, four, five, all the way up. They only have to thirteen. So when we get there. If you want to give me a 14 speed and a 15 speed from another manufacturer, you should add that in. If you want to add a one speed before. So I, I want a Discraft disc for two through 13, and you can add a any one, 14, and 15. Okay. Uh, two this, speed, we're going with the Roach. Where are you? Yes. Two speed Roach, three speed Luna, mm-hmm. four speed Zone. Yep. Five speed Buzz. That's correct. This is where it might start getting. Um, I have three discs in my head, and that's all there is on. So I, I am also using a list that I think is a little bit older. So if there's a new disc that you say, I might be wrong. But I kind of do know and can fill in the impact. Blank. Oh God, is that a new disc? Yes. Okay, I'll give you a the half foundation point. guys tested it. We'll 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 
I'll well, I'll check it on Infinite when we're done okay, here. Okay. Okay. Um. So this one, uh, I mean, I'm gonna go with the Athena as the seven okay. speed. See, like that's that disc is not on here, but I do know that's a seven speed, so understandable. Right. Yeah. The eight speed. I'm going. I'm going with the Passion. Just okay. Easy answer. I know it's an eight speed. Um. The Stalker has changed its speed from seven to eight. So depending on what run you get, it'll show us a seven speed or it'll show us an eight speed. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, nine speed Raptor, 10 speed Onyx. Yep. Yep. 11 speed Surge. That's correct. 12 speed Zeus Force. Yep. 13 speed Nuke. Yep. You know, a fourteen speed, speed um, Corvette. I want to say that might be a fifteen, but maybe not. You go think of a fifteen. I'll look. I look. You, I, you you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, you got to be right because there's not many. Um, where the heck is the end of a? There's not the, many um fifteen speeds. Only fifteen speed I can think of is like the new one from. Oh, I should have gone with my my Rask. Is that a fourteen speed? Yeah, it's a fourteen speed. The Rask. Uh, the Corvette. fifteen. I can't. I can't think of a fifteen speed. The only one that yeah, Corvette is a fourteen. Um, I'm pretty sure. I feel like it's from Luft Discs or something. Yeah, that would be. I think. What did I do? Um, it's not I, the Borium. Yeah, I don't know exactly. See, I don't even think Loft Discs is on this thing. Um, well, there my, is... I'm going to just say it. I'm going to say the Borium. That's my guess. Okay. So you can you pull up your infinite disc, but the 15 speed that uh, I It's a know... 14 speed. Oh my God. Internet is so slow. Is um the Missilin or Rask? Tier from Latitude sixty four, Raskatin. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just thought it'd be fun. Okay. So surge eleven speed, got that. And then, yeah, the Stalker is a seven speed now, but it used to be an eight speed. Yeah. The Sting is a seven speed, so I almost went with the Sting as my. Six speed, but it's a seven. The zombie, that's the other one I was thinking of. Yeah. Zombies is six speed. Um, and then the impact is a five speed. I got it wrong. So that the, I was thinking of, um, so I did know the zombie was a six speed. I've had one of those in my possession. What's that? Um, the nebula what's the nebula ne that's the one i was thinking of the ezra's disc yes yeah so yeah there is two, i mean from what no, i'm no that's a five at, speed it is on infinite oh take it for what it's worth yeah. that's the manufacturer flight numbers yeah latitude has a missilin and racketin as a 15 yeah. speed yeah I, yeah I remember those now but they had like a golf ball dimple ridges on the that's on the right yeah jesse talked about him on one of his videos because yeah. he was looking at all the weird different yeah 
you know, I feel like that's technology such, and discs. Yeah. I, obviously, I don't think it helps it go further, but just for like a grip factor, I feel like that would be really nice. Some type of like little ridges to hold on to. Unless it makes it like your finger kind of slides on it. Yeah. You know, like, like goes from nub to, I don't know. No. It's different. Oh, well, that was fun. Uh, I think we're going to change this up. We're going to do this uh, in the bag again, but we're going to change it up and I'm going to give you a manufacturer and then a flight number. Okay. You have to oh, tell me a right disc now? from that manufacturer. Right so, yeah, let's do it actually. Well, what was yours? What was yours? We'll say we'll save that one. Uh, mine's super short and dumb, so I like this one better. Okay. And I'll I'll just say mine now. I was gonna. What I'm. I was hoping it would be a better idea than what it, I think it actually <laughs> is. Is I was gonna say, a, sequence of flight numbers, and you're gonna tell me, what that disc is, as in. Everybody compares, you know, this type of disc, you compare it to blank. Yeah. So for instance, if I say 7502, you're just going to say that is that disc it's is comparable to a T-Bird or a Explorer. Yeah, so, like, I would so say T-Bird. Explorer. That's, yeah. So would you say T-Bird or Explorer? My fr the first thing that came to my head was Explorer. Okay. But the good. like good for you. The kind of the pedestal that that's it. Innova was always everything first. compares to Innova. Everything was always Innova first for like ninety eight percent of discs. So you just go from there and you compare like oh it's more stable yeah. than the Innova version of it or it's has more glide than the Innova version of it or more stable than that one. So right yeah yeah so that was like kind of my point i'm going to say a couple more nine four nine three zero four i don't even think that's firebird i feel like firebird has a four, four zero three um first thing that comes to my mind is the chupacabra because that's what we've been looking at all the last two weeks so firebird's nine three zero four well, there you go. The fire like bird. everything, every overstable nine speed compares to a Firebird, right? Yeah, yeah. And then twelve five negative one three destroyer, destroyer. Yeah. And eleven speed that similar flight numbers is the wraith. Is a wraith. Yeah. Uh, five five Rock. zero three. Rock three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. four three zero three. See, that's where I think I would say the zone. Yeah, agreed. That's the first disc that's not Innova. Yeah, it's it's because that's well, the Toro is four two zero four ish. I think what yeah. they stated as um, the and the pig is more of a three speed. It's a three one zero three. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, so that. so zone. I feel like I was going through my head. I was like, okay, yeah, this disc in my bag. Comparable to Firebird, yeah, uh, you know, it's you compare everything to Innova discs. Yeah, you're trying to get like, like what, what kind of yeah, came what, out first. What are we comparing 
everyone else's main everything every other every other's uh, discs too yeah 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 and the first like generic type of a disc i that like i was going through all of them yeah the first generic type was his own yeah and i just found that interesting that innova took so long to get his own yeah i mean I they had the pig and it was amazing for what it was so but not everybody bagged it no Whereas everybody on Discraft bagged his own. Yeah. It just does. That's so good. Yeah. It's the best. Um, okay. I'm going to name a manufacturer. Okay. And we're going to start with one speed. And we're going to go with Innova. Okay. Make it, make it easy for you. I have to say the disc yeah yeah oh um that polecat yep uh two speed infinite uh alpaca very good three speed castaplast the reco very good uh four speed latitude oh um Four speed latitude. Oh, uh, mm, that's not harp. Um, what's there? That's what's that? Yeah, you're getting me on this one. What is there? Is it just a straight up mid? This this is actually a difficult one. There's only three, and latitude has a million molds. Um. I feel like I should still know it though. Um, I'll give you two hints and they're going to be for two different discs. Okay. First one is overmold. Oh. I don't know that one. That's the, okay. that's the, it's the, they don't even make that one anymore. That's out of production. Correct. And the other one is... Is it the Gobi? Easy to use line. No. Oh, uh, Mercy or Ruby? No, the Ruby's the putter. Is it not the Mercy? That's no, a putter. I failed this one. It's the Pearl. I was close. The Pearl, I... the Pain, and the Fuji. Fuji. Are the only four speeds from? I've literally never heard of Latitude. I mean, I that guess is I, I guess I, ha- I guess I have heard of them, but. That's so well. Oh, you know what I should have said. Oh, the, actually, no. They have the they have the, the savior honor, now. The right? savior. Yeah, I should have said that. Now that we're saying it. Yeah, the savior's four speed. Duh. Yeah. Like, why didn't we get that? Okay. So, okay. Well, I'm glad they you, filled you filled that. You've spot. lost one. Yeah. Yeah. Lost one. one. Um. Prodigy five speed. Those are so weird because they're just letters, but uh, M four. Yep. Yeah. Uh, MVP six speed. Oh, uh, Crave. Thank God you gave me an easy one. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> did that on purpose. Uh, seven speed West Side. Ooh, that's not the stag. That's eight or nine. Um, Underworld. Very good. There's only one other one other than Underworld. And that was the Seer. Oh, uh, yeah. We uh, that one. So West Side was seven speed. Lone Star, eight speed. You better get this. Dos X. Dos X. 
why don't they make uh, that a 10 speed like that's such a better 10 speed disc name right we, we should bring that up to them get on the marketing team yeah um let's see sorry lost my place you're good uh nine speed axiom um fireball fireball 10 speed dynamic Mm. Oh, that's latitude. Oh. 10 speed. This one's it, a tough one. There's only it, one. It's not the musket because that's latitude. Um, and it's not the sergeant. That's. What is that one? Sergeant's 11 speed. It's, it's not the saint. That's a nine. Or I know you know this disc. It this one, if you get it, I will be impressed. But I know you know it. Yeah, I should. Um, is it overstable or understable? Or neutral? Very overstable. Very over. Oh, um, very overstable. It's not the felon. It's not the. It's fun seeing your brain work right now. Uh, yeah. Like, just, well, yeah, all I mean, I'm trying to, this is I'm, making for great podcasting, but yeah. it is fun. I'm trying to, to, I'm trying to, to picture, hear his brain working right now. Like whenever you go to the dynamic disc website and you look at they, discs, they classify it as a distance driver. I'll give you that. It's just so hard. Cause when I look at their discs on their website, it's all three manufacturers. Right. Um, is it the stiletto? Stiletto's latitude. Stun of a biscuit. Um, and it's not the it's not the Ati. That's West Side. Correct. Um, I'm getting everything but that one. Oh, the convict. So close. Convict is a nine speed. Um, but you're you're literally so close. Also, close in the name of the disc. I another bad guy. Not a sheriff. You're not a defender. I'm a oh, bad guy. The opposite end. Is it the renegade? Oh, it's not the renegade. No. no. Um. The the bully. <laughs> the criminal. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's a tough one. You you you're like I do okay, now. I do now. Yeah. I would have got there eventually, maybe. But I, I've never seen one of those in person or thrown one <laughs> in my life. So, um, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Discmania eleven speed. DD one. Very good. If it wasn't the DD one, what would it be? Um. Because they have it one. Is their genius is not an eleven speed, is it? And their genius enigma, is seven. Yeah, the enigma is eleven. 12. Is twelve. Eleven, eleven, eleven. What has like if a you don't get it? We'll move on. Yeah. Y you would. Is it, uh, is like, it it's not in production. F, F, FD three. No, it's that's nine. That's, uh, nine. Yeah, I don't. 
it's a CD3. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Yeah, that's why I was that's that's that. cool. That's if it wasn't cool. the DD one, yeah. Although uh, the reason why it was fresh in my brain is because Casey White just said it in his in the bag. He still has one. Uh, yeah, he just like just got it. Nice. Um, did I already do Axiom? Yeah. Which one did you say? Fireball, nine speed. I just did 11 speed. Um, hey, guess what? MVP, you were wrong. Fireball is not at 9 speed? No, MVP is... The Crave, or, the crave is a 6.5. The half. Crave is Axiom. Oh, the Crave. Oh, okay. Uh, the crave is Axiom. So you need yeah. to give me a 6 speed. And they have multiple. Um, so, I want to say Servo. But that might be slower. Re- relay? It's a, it's a six and a half. Uh, yes, That's, realize a six speed. Yeah, there we go. Dang, I'll, I, I'll give you that one. I don't know how or I got that. Half a point there. Half, half a point there. I got that back. Um, okay, 12 speed Castaplast. Mm. There's one, and that's why I chose this. And it's, it's not the Grim anymore because it's a 13. Um, I'll give you a hint. I have this disc in glow plastic. It's not much of a hint, but it's a hint. It's not the Rask. That trash disc. Um, it's not <laughs> the it's Rask not the... is a great disc, man. That has a 12 speed rim. It just has a second rim that they say makes it a 14 speed. 14 speed? Sense. So stupid. Um, boom, 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 boom. I'll give you a hint. It's a variation of a disc you already said. Oh, the Grim X? Yep. Yeah. That's their only 12 speed. Cool. Um, 13 speed Innova. I just looked at these. The boss. Yep. They have a bunch. Uh, and then. What haven't we done yet? 14 speed. Ballista Pro. Uh, no, because you wouldn't get these because I, I don't even know the name of the disc. I wouldn't know the MVP ones. I was going to do Gateway. <laughs> That's too hard. Um, let's see. 14 speed DGA. There's one. We'll see if you can get it and then we'll be done with this and move on. It's not the hurricane. That's a that's a twelve speed. Um it's not not the hypercane. Avalanche. Uh is that a disc that there's no that is tra- a disc. That's a nine tra- speed. Chainsaw. They have very like nature names. Aftershock, Quake, Rift, Squall, Tremor. Yeah, those are all their mids. Yeah, no, I, I'm not. And then their get... putters, blowfly, <laughs> blunt gumbutt, breaker, reef steady. Yeah, I'm not gonna get that 14 speed. Uh, it's a torrent. Mm-hmm. Cool. I've heard of it. Yeah, I I haven't even heard of it. I'm so out of the like, discraft DGA D- loop that. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. 
it shows you like i mean i don't i haven't been around disc golf or just that often but like that long but i really have a small window of comfortability with discs like i do you were know, a trilogy guy yeah like i know what i know really well but outside of that is very new territory and i i, I know nothing yeah that's fair and understandable i feel like i'm pretty confident with all the big manufacturers yeah because i've studied infinite sight like just like learning about discs i thought it was so fun yeah when i first got into it i would literally just like sit there and look at different discs um but yeah like the smaller subsections like uh like for a while mvp was kind of smaller you know Mm -hmm. like they weren't considered like one of the big guys yeah uh so then mvp and axiom i wasn't super familiar with and i'm still not as good with those then like dga it's like kind of a subset um gateway i don't know a ton like some of those like like that second tier tier. yeah for sure for sure yep all right well that was a longer uh section than i thought but i was i thought that was fun we like talking about discs that's why we do this podcast so hopefully you guys enjoyed that if not you can if you don't enjoy that then if you don't enjoy that then change yourself (laughs) yeah okay well uh in the bag next week we will do your tournament prep and yep. you're in the bag before your tournament, which I'm excited to hear about that and studying the course and, you know, knowing what you have in your bag. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to yeah. do some more study up on that course and bring some more insight. I just got the, and then um, the week. Oh, sorry. The, uh, what's it called? The caddy book. So I can send that yeah. over. Um, yeah. Sweet. Do that. Yeah. And then the week after that, we will be in Michigan doing a live together podcast. Yeah. Which will be exciting. Hopefully we can make the quality of the podcast suitable and also have good enough internet to record it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. Because that yeah. uh, it it doesn't take much internet to record it. And especially if we're at the same location, like it's pretty easy to record our voices. Yeah. So indeed. Yeah. So what new discs, Lone Star, did you get your hands on so far this week? Yeah, we both got a little bit of Lone Star in our hands. Um, how about we each just say the discs that we got, and then we'll talk about the ones that we've thrown and, and yeah. give those thoughts. Yeah. So I picked up a Frio Alpha, Alpha Plastic, a Mockingbird, a Brazos, a Warbird, and then a Lariat in Lima and Alpha Plastic. And then I have a Copperhead, and I have a Copperhead for you sitting in my duffel bag. A Alpha Armadillo, and then a Hooligan Discs Cash in their hard plastic. Nice. Nice. I have one of those on its way. Um, but I have a Brazos. In the Founders Plastic, I have the Mockingbird in Alpha. I have a Frio in Alpha. And then a Harpoon. And then I've had a... Um, Your Harpoon's Alpha, right? Yes, Alpha. Yeah, and then I've had okay. a um, a V2 
armadillo. So Goddaddy's yes. been in Arizona. So which you will give to me. Yeah. It's a little flippy. Um little flippy. Yeah. So I've thrown the Lariat and the Brazos. And you've thrown the Brazos, the Mockingbird, and the Frio. Yeah. And then neither of us have thrown the Mad Cat or the the sex. Chupacabra. Or the Chupacabra. Yeah. Uh I have a Mad Cat that should be here tomorrow. Nice. Should be cool. Um, why don't you tell us about the Mockingbird, the Frio, and the Brazos? Cool. Um, so for me, the Frio and the Brazos feel very similar. They have a nice small um small rim to them, so they, they feel like a seven speed, they feel controllable. They're a disc that you can throw hard but it's also very controllable kind of like a mid-range where you can speed down a little bit to get more angle control and a little bit different flights out of them um they feel a tad shallow but are still workable backhand and forehand the brazos in the founders plastic um is a disc that is very predictable um and it's <laughs> a good way to describe it. It it's stable, but I wouldn't say it, it's like overstable and dumpy. Um, like some discs, like to me in my head, when I say something is overstable, it doesn't want to fly. Like all it wants to do is get to the ground. This one will stay in the air and just go as far as you can physically throw it. And what I mean by that is it's not going to flip up on you unless it's not gonna you glide for you. It's it's not really going to glide. It is a point and shoot and go exactly how far you throw it. So if you want to throw yeah. it 280, you throw it a 280 arm speed. If you want to throw it 330, you throw a 330 arm speed and it'll do the same flight no matter how much power you put on it or kind of what angle it's going to go straight. And then be turning the whole time and land at that distance. So I really liked it. Yeah. Um, it's different than what I have been using as that like stability of a disc. Um, but you've been getting mad distance out of your explorers. Yeah, I've been getting a lot more glide and carry and push out of the explorers, and it's kind of like the same stability as my getaways. Um, and those got definitely a lot more distance out of them um but i also kind of like being able to control the distance by power instead of having to throw on yeah. different angles to get it to land spots yeah for sure uh i also have a brazos and a frio i haven't thrown the frio yet through the brazos a little bit this morning it's beefy uh even especially if you're in altitude, but it yeah. is beefy. Uh, even for my smaller hands, and I, I'm not saying I have baby hands, but I don't have like the biggest hands. It does feel a tad shallow to me. Like even yeah. the Frio feels a tad shallow. Yeah. Not that I don't. It's not that it's like a deal breaker or whatever. Like I can still throw it and be comfortable with it, but it does feel a little strange. Um, forehand and backhand, like it'll take just a little bit of getting used to. Yeah, but it is just it is stable. Like I I was throwing the I'll talk about this in a minute. The Copperhead as far as this thing. 
Yeah. Nice. That's a three speed. So. <laughs> um, right. And then I also I also have a mockingbird that I have not been able to throw yet, but you have a mockingbird that you've already thrown a quarter mile. Is that right? That's about how far it goes. Yeah. Um, this disc is magical. Um, it's no wonder why it's in Hunter's bag from Foundation Discs. Um, it's no wonder why it is sold out and not even for sale on Infinite Discs. It's not for sale on Lone Star's website. It has a, a deeper rim feeling than the Frio and the Brazos, so you can really get your hand in there and throw it hard. Mine, and I think this might be for all of them, has a nice bit of dome to it, and it is, it's not a negative two one. It is a, to me, it flies like a zero one. So if I, really? if I, if I put it on a hyzer, it will flip up, but it's not going to turn. Like it's not going to drift and then come back. It's just going to go straight, but kind of hold that soft angle the whole time and just land flat and straight almost. If I throw it on Annie, it will hold Annie. But we'll still flatten out and Level land out. and yeah. straight. Um, so it it's not a disc that you can carve so much, but you can throw it miles and you can throw it so straight um, by manipulating the angle that you release it on. Um, it is one of my favorites. I had a three hundred plus field ace with it to end one of my practice sessions this week so That's so sick yeah i was like oh no one was around to see it but my dog so we celebrated yeah. it was fun sick um one of the interesting things to me about the mockingbird is that it has dome but like it's not a poppy dome yeah you know you know what i mean like i'm trying to like pop it like you would like a super beefy destroyer or something yeah and it's not like popping it just no. has dome to it yeah Whereas if you like kind of pop the free, the Frio has like more pop to it, but less dome, which is mm. kind of interesting. I don't know. That's something I found interesting based on like kind of the shoulder coming up off of the uh, Mockingbird. But yeah. I'm excited to throw it. Yeah. One disc that I have thrown that you have not is the Lariat. Yep. I just got this alpha plastic today. Haven't been able to throw it yet. It is, uh, this one's actually a prototype. Nice. This was like kind of their prototype run. It doesn't have the plastic or the stamp, um, the weight weight stamp on it. Yeah, yeah. But I did throw this Lima Lariat, and I was like, I might be interested in some more Lima, which is their lightweight yeah. plastic. Yeah. How much uh, does that one weigh? One hundred fifty-four grams. Okay. One fifty-four. So, like, I've I I will throw discs anywhere kind of in the spectrum i don't typically buy discs lighter than 162 yeah but like to me weight doesn't make a huge difference unless it's like 175 max speed disc like yeah. that is a little bit like too heavy for me yeah but, i mean heavy it's, it's just not gonna doesn't match doesn't match my arm speed yeah it's not gonna reach its full potential in flight for me yeah 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 so I was like kind of, you know, 
suspect on this disc, but it felt felt decent. Didn't feel like the Bravo plastic as much. Like it felt like Bravo, but not like in the actual grip before I'm throwing it. Yeah. And I threw it on like some pretty good highs or like 45 degrees and it just like popped, like just came up and then went a little to the left and then a little to the right. Like just nice. I was like, dang, that's a, that's the, the, my favorite type of throw right there. Yeah. A disc that flips up and gets a little turn to it and then also finishes like straight. Yeah. Granted that's in the lightweight plastic. So that's why I'm excited to kind of have the counterpart, but it's made me explore Think other discs that I want to yeah. try. Sure. Getting both Alpha and Lima to have like, hey, this is my, it's my straight to overstable one, and this is my just straight one, or this is my, you know, slight turn to to finishing straight one, and this is my roller. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, I feel makes like me excited. So, so many people get the thought of, oh, I have to throw max weight all the time. That's all I can throw, and then they get these discs and they season one in to perfection and like say a felon or something that you've seized or a firebird you've had one for three years and it, it doesn't fly like a firebird anymore guess what if you get a lightweight thunderbird or a lightweight firebird it's gonna fly exactly like your seasoned beaten close to max weight one right out of the box so i think being able to yeah. use the weights of your disc to achieve slightly different um, flight characteristics instead of spending time and effort seasoning and beating in a disc. Um, I, I think that's the more the most traditional way, but if you're looking to make a full bag switch and get those different which, sections right away, um, super easy way to do it. Yeah, which that's what we're doing, which yep. is kind of why I, I got the, because you didn't have any Lima plastic and so i was like yeah hey, i'll take one for the team we'll compare it and uh yeah see how it flies uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum i have this warbird that i haven't thrown yet it's an old school warbird so not the same stamping style that they do anymore um and this thing has good a bit dome to it it says it's a six glide but man this thing feels so beefy over stable <laughs> like like I will be doing nothing other than chop forehands with this thing. <laughs> like it's not going to be that, that yeah. uh, the D three cloud breaker yeah. workable distance driver for me. Um, yeah, to start. I don't know. I haven't thrown it yet, but that's just my yeah initial reaction. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I and I then, have a I have one coming on its way. So, um, and then think... have you thrown anything else? Oh no, Har you have your harpoon. Harpoon. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us about your harpoon? I love that disc. It feels really similar to a a zone. It doesn't have the same super overstable, predictable flight. Um, but it is like a a a beat in zone. It's like a fresh out of the box, maybe um jawbreaker zone or the old pro D plastic where it's if you Throw it on on your hyzer angle, it'll carry that most of the way and turn, but you can throw it hard and flat, and it's not gonna it's not gonna get squirrely on you, um, but it's not like gonna be a wind fighter where you can throw it on Annie and have it flex around trees or anything. So, I really like it. It's kind of that 
bridge. So I really like it because I like to disc down on my fairways instead of relying mm -hmm. more on mids. Um, but it goes farther than a putter. So it, it's like that hybrid mid-range, um, a control mid-range disc for me. So I really like it. Comfortable forehand, backhand. I, everything that you've described to me is music. I love yeah. the sound of it. Yeah. The sound of music. Shout out to Julia Roberts. No, Julia Andrews. Yeah. Um, I've got a few of those on the way. Yeah. Which I'm excited for. Yeah. So it, in it, different plastics to kind of test them out baseline and premium. Yeah. I think a nice, a baseline one would be a fun kind of stick approach type of disc where it just yeah dead straight and just stop on a dime as soon as it hits the ground um which is kind of cool yeah i haven't messed with the v1 plastic much yet which i really want to yeah and so i got one in in v1 v2 and alpha nice. so i could have one that potentially is like the kind of the gummy like a like i've got a soft zone it's very gummy but yeah. then I also have a jawbreaker zone, which is like stiffer. And so I imagine that being a little bit more like a V2. Yeah. And then a ESP zone being yeah. more like an alpha. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm you know, going to experiment with. Uh, a yeah. disc that I did experiment with today is the Copperhead. Money. Which this one has a little uh, little puddle top to it. And I also got a Copperhead for you. And you said that's going about as far as your Brazos, right? So like what type of... <laughs> distance in flight is that given you it's a three four zero two but i was able to pump it pretty like if i gave it some oomph, yeah it, it wouldn't it went further every time than i expected it to and the brazos okay. went shorter every time than i expected it to so yeah. yeah take that for what you will but it flies like a beat-in pig mm -hmm. where it kind of handles a little bit of torque yeah, but isn't dumpy. So yeah. it's I wouldn't even you know it's it's not even a beaten pig in terms of like the glide. It's an it, like maybe the flight, but the glide is not a beaten pig because a beaten pig still doesn't fly super far. Yeah, like you yeah. can force them to fly far, but this thing has a little bit more glide to it and cool. just kind of wants to push forward. Yeah, and then consistent a fall consistent out of the sky fade. once it's yeah. done. Yeah, nice. If you put it on a little Annie, it'll kind of fight out and, and finish a little straight, but not like dumping out. Yeah. But if you put it on a lot of Annie, it'll hold it the whole way. So it's it's not a very overstable disc, but it's definitely stable. Yeah. And workable and flies the exact same, like forehand and backhand. I've had it fly the exact same way for me, which that's, is very awesome. exciting. Yeah. And that's something to have like... a disc that, you know, I can throw the same same way either way and it'll fly the same yeah i just feel That's like for, super awesome. especially for you like a disc that you can throw backhand straight and it can go left or right like so that's three shots but now you have that same disc that you can do the same thing forehand and backhand that's six shots you're getting with one disc so yeah. it's like you don't need to have to carry three understable discs to do those same types of shots like you're getting it all out of one disc um and then you add a different plastic into it like that just adds those little different flights in between 
those shots. Like that, that's super cool. Yeah. So I'm excited to test it out in a baseline plastic. I think that this will be a very good Caltrop replacement for you. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I, it's not going to be your Caltrop, but I think you will enjoy it in the way that like your Caltrop will always be your Caltrop. I'm yeah. not saying it's going to replace it, no, but yeah, this yeah. will be like, oh, I love this. I'm going to throw this. I'm going to be confident with this kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. So reason it, this disc is pretty popular in their in their lineup. Yeah. Do you think from throwing it, like I kind of know your bag a little bit. Does that disc give you shots that or confidence that you have not had before? Or is it kind of just the same, but instead of having two discs do those shots, one disc does it. Does that make sense? I yeah, I get what you're saying. I have the pig and the zone in my bag. Yeah. And you know, as I would get more comfortable with this, I would probably still have this and the harpoon. Yeah. But I would I would use I don't know. That's a good question, actually. Well, don't even put the harpoon into the consideration, but like if you put this in your bag now, where would you pull this out? in comparison to your inner core pig and a zone. And do you uh, think it could take its place of like all three of those discs or are you still kind of missing a shot from those or, or not, you know? No, I would still want the inner core to be that turnover shot that okay. if I put it on Annie, it's going to hold the Annie the whole time. Whereas if you put it on Annie, you'd have to put it on a lot of Annie. And sometimes okay. you don't have like the ceiling to be able to, to give yeah, it yeah, the yeah. height yeah. to turn the whole way, right? You want something that, that you need occasionally that understable disc that's going to flip and turn. Yeah. This is not going to flip. Okay. It'll it'll turn if you force it to, but it's not going to flip up, whereas the inner cores can. Yeah. Um, but it could it can take out the pig spot for sure. Zone is a good question. I'd have to I'd have to mess around with it more to yeah to see how it would compete with the zone. But I think there's promise based on how far it went. I was yeah. really surprised because my pigs just don't go as far as my zones. Yeah, and I know that's one thing that I mean that Lone Star's lineup is missing for now is that super reliable overstable approach disc. Um, a lot of people are relying on the walker for that, which is the mid-range, um, but they don't have that smaller diameter, kind of flat yeah. top, super overstable. Um, I think one is coming. Um, hopefully, cross our fingers, but it is... Um, I've seen a couple names for it as well. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what, what Lone Star comes out with, but I think what they have so far is very workable, our allowance to have 90% and some extra discs still in our bag allows us to fill those gaps currently um, with what works, but they are continuing to come out with new ones. Yeah. Uh, last disc, I well, I guess I have two more. You've thrown the Armadillo. It's a one-speed kind of lid-feeling disc. I don't know how much I'm going to have utility for this. We'll mess around with it, see how it is. I don't know. Some people are, you know, Dillo gang, super. Yeah, I don't know. They're not quite Berg Colt quality, yeah. but yeah. they are like wannabe Berg Colt quality. Um, so mine's a premium plastic. You have a baseline one, and they fly very different. Yeah. 
And then the last disc I have is this Cash, which is a lower profile beaded putting putter. But a lot of people throw this thing as well. Um, has some stability to it for sure. And feels definitely more shallow than other putting putters I've used, namely the Link, and even a little bit more shallow than the inner core. But I don't, I don't mind it. I haven't put with it much yet, just into my practice basket a couple times, but yeah, I like nice. the feel of it. Cool. And it's the hard plastic. It's pretty stiff. So during you know hot summer months, this is going to be a really good plastic. Good, 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 good. Cool. Good, good, um, good. Do you work on anything this upcoming week? Uh, reporting back on last week, last week I wanted to, to work on kind of simulating tournament pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get to play tags this week but (laughs) uh i did play a couple rounds over the weekend where i one i was playing a new course so that was good for me to play a new course and simulate tournament pressure at a new course yeah and i feel like i did better than i've been doing the last month or so because i've just been like yeah i'll throw another shot i'll throw another shot yeah throw four five six shots and have to pick up my disc for a while a round takes two and a half hours yeah um but I felt like I did a, a, a good job of just committing to what was going to be the highest percentage shot and throwing that first and trying to just get like my mental game like ready. Cause nice. that's it. Golf is 90% mental, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, so looking forward this week, I'm going to be hitting the practice basket and putting a lot. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Everyone needs, practice putting i went through a spell yesterday where i could not hit the any chains from 12 feet away so i will be joining you on the practice basket and uh going going through some motions very good anything else you're practicing or just putting for now uh always putting um just trying trying out the new discs yeah pretty much just seeing how they fit into my game seeing how they um, I got all these brand new, so we'll see how they, they're not going to beat in that fast, but sometimes even 10, 15 throws, landing on grass, yeah. getting kind of warped in your hand, um, they do start to change flight characteristics. So just seeing how much I can really rely and trust on these discs um, to see if I want to put any in my bag um, yeah. for my tournament. I, I do think at least the mockingbird will be in there. Um, but Sweet. I'm going to, I think on Thursday I might go up to La Mirada de- depending on the weather. And um, I know the course layout now, so I can kind of give it an actual full, full run through. And I'll, I'll the next two weeks I'll do that on Thursdays. Go do the one throw, one putt. I might do extra putts um, just because everyone needs putting Not, practice but you got to commit to one putt and then after you make that putt do it again that's yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, suggestion yeah. yeah um but yeah so as I in just, like like do your putt and then yeah go, go back go get, get your, it yeah and then go back so you're like actually simulating okay i only have one putt right here and then yeah. come back yeah. but yeah but you also have the caddy book while you're got, there yeah good. Got, got the caddy book so i'll get to actually see what the lines tee pads greens are are looking like um so yeah i'm excited 
tournaments are fun. Sweet. You know, yeah. you just I, we love competition. Yeah, yeah. Sort of this. I feel like I'm in a good headspace because like I don't have expectations, so I'm not going in feeling the pressure of needing to perform well or need and needing to win. Like I just get to go have those competitive feelings and juices and nerves again. But yeah. I think it makes me kind of like excel and raise my level of play instead of hiding myself in a shell because um, I'm so stressed and nervous and pressured. Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, we love competition and we love the ability to perform. Like if we can perform and do it when we're supposed to do it kind of thing, like practice is great. But yeah, you practice for a reason, right? Yeah. And this is our reason to practice, and so therefore we get the opportunity to show that off, and yeah. not not showing it off to other people, but like kind of proving it to ourselves. Because golf is is as much a game, or more so, a game against the course than it is against your competitors. Yeah, it's all it's always so like me trying to perform my best on the course with my discs. Um, if someone goes out and no one touches me that I expected that because I played well. And if I go out there and I stunk it up and everyone else absolutely crushed it, I expect that because I didn't play up to my standards. Like you can only play up to your standards. Um, yeah, for sure. So can I throw, can I throw, I know we're trying to wrap up. Can I throw out a question for you? Yeah. Would you rather win a tournament shooting over par and feeling like you played terribly or mm. come in 15th place but feel like you played your best that you could on the course 15 we'll say 15th out of 25 yeah 15th all all day long like all day long I, yeah i remember there was i mean a win doesn't matter if everybody else sucked like you know it's like, yeah yeah um I mean, it, it's slightly different if you are battling super crazy conditions and you just sure. like... And everybody's battling conditions. And and everyone's battling it. So it's like, it's slightly different. But no, I would rather... I I want to deserve a win as opposed to people kind of hand, handing it to me. Um, yeah. And like Agreed. even there was this one, it was at um, Adam's Hollow. The long par four, I think it's hole five or four. It's like a little tur backhand turnover for us. Past Sasquatch. Past Sasquatch. Yeah. I had yeah. a drive and then I went to do an upshot and I made it. But I wasn't trying to make it. So I was upset that I didn't actually hit my intended target in line more than happy that I made it. Does that make sense? So you uh, out of your hand, you're like, "Dad, come it," and then it went in. And you're like, "Okay, well." Kind of, yeah. Like I throw it. I'm like, "Oh, that's not very good," and then it makes it, and so it's like, "Wow, I just got saved by a bat." Like my bad throw. I I didn't feel like I got rewarded. Like I was like, I got lucky that it made it instead of actually trying to make it, and because I was, I just wanted to put it under the basket. So it's like, yeah. I was more. Upset I will say that then. that in a situation like that, 
<laughs> I will laugh off the happy mistake. Yeah. More so than I would laugh off like throwing a perfect shot and all of a sudden hitting a, a tiny little branch that fell from a tree or a you know something made it happen and then it rolled fifty feet away. Yeah. Like I can laugh off the good mistake rather than yeah, the yeah. Uh, I mean, throw yeah, I was terrible thing. So I just threw my hands I'm not gonna be too like, mad. Oh my god, like what was that? Like I made it and I'm super happy I did, but I'm still just like I got so lucky from that shot. Like the basket stopped me from going twenty five feet past and having to make a death putt yeah. coming back. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, in the words of my father to close out this podcast, I'd rather be lucky than good any day. Yeah. All right, lefties. Uh, Catch you all next week. Um, Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you all later. Lefties out.